Hey guys, it's Ellen Olson Brown with the Sun in My Face podcast, and I can almost guarantee that you are going to hear the turtle skittering around in the background. For those of you who don't know, um, we take care of my son's pet turtle. My son doesn't live here right now, he's in college. Oh, we got this turtle when it was a wee little, you know, size of a half dollar. And uh, that was, I think that was 14 years ago. (laughs) And now it's about the size of a dessert plate and um, just going strong. So I'm sitting on the couch, very still, and I have been sitting here just looking at two different things. And one of them is a little bit gross. So, you know, apologies if your ears and sensibilities are delicate while you're listening. But the first thing I'm looking at is the turtle. And when I first sat down to record, the turtle was sitting up on her dock and uh, where she like, we have like, you know, heat lamps and UV lamps and everything so that she can, she can sun. And I was admiring how clean the water in the tank looked. Um, Keeping a turtle tank clean is not easy. We have like a big old pump. As she's gotten bigger, we've gotten bigger and more powerful pumps which get disgusting and have to be turned out, uh, cleaned out. And then now about once a week, I siphon off as much of the dirty water as I can and refill the tank with clean water. Um, And I had just done that yesterday. Oh, she's getting up on her dock. It's amazing. You might hear a big splash. Sometimes it takes her a couple of tries to get up. Come on, you can do it. Oh, she did it. Such a good girl. Okay, so... um. I had just siphoned out, you know, probably as much of the water as I could and refilled it with clean water. The thing is, there's always turtle poop at the bottom of the of the tank. And so you can, unless you like dump the whole thing out, which it's very heavy and, you know, it's hard to get it completely clean. And then just like when you completely clean your kitchen, like three days later, it's just maybe three hours later, it's a mess again. But anyway, I sat down, she was basking under the heat lamp. And I was like, wow, the water just looks so clear. Good job, Ellen, you really cleaned out that turtle tank. Maybe the pump is, I don't know, I'm feeling optimistic about that pump, because it seems like the water is really, really clean. Well, as often happens, when I come into the room, she got off the um dock because I think that she thinks that I am a giant walking can of food and she dove back into the water and as she swam around frantically trying to catch my attention I think um, everything that was like settled on the bottom of the tank got churned up and so the water looked gross again like cloudy and there's little pieces of I don't know sorry to say guys but I think it's poop in the water and um you know, whatever else, like little pieces of food that she, when she eats, she's very messy. Like she grabs a piece of food underwater and then she eats it and little pieces of it fall down in the tank. So, you know, all of that. Uh, And now I will say now that she's on her dock, even just that little lack of churning is allowing the water to clarify again as it kind of settles down so maybe the water's not so bad until it gets churned up again. All right, is there a little metaphor here? Yes, there is. So is the water clean or is the water dirty? Is it clear? 
or is it filthy? Is it cloudy? Is it clear? It really all depends on how much churning is happening. So take that and do with it what you will. Perhaps if you sit still, get out of the water for a little bit, certain things will start to look more clear. All right, metaphor number two, if I just turn my head to the left, I'm looking out the window at our giant round forsythia bush that is right next to the house. It's at that place where it's actually mostly leaves now, but there's a lot of yellow because little shriveled up flowers are still on the bush. And today is a sunny day. We've had a lot of cloudy gray days and it's so nice. The sun is out. And so while I was sitting here, I looked out the window and I was like, oh my gosh, those colors and the light. And I could just feel optimism blooming in my mind. But it is one of those days where there are a lot of clouds in the sky and they seem to be moving pretty fast. So as I was sitting here, I could see the light change and I could see the colors. You know, there's still blue sky in the background. The colors are still nice and bright, but I was like, oh, that's a change. And I could feel the happiness in my brain dim as the light dimmed. And now as I sit here and watch, oh, it just brightened up again. Things just got very bright. And I can really feel something changing in my brain. What are the real colors? What is the real light? There is no real. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about the poop in the tank. Sorry about the lack of realness in the world. I mean, we learn this lesson over and over again, especially when like, we dive into optical illusions or we look at how colors actually work and you put one color next to another color and suddenly it looks bright and suddenly it looks dark. So sitting still, allowing things to clarify and perhaps finding a better light source that makes your brain feel happier about what you're looking at. Two little tricks you might be able to use to brighten up your day. Okay, what is my um, recommendation for today? A couple of days ago, I recommended a recipe that is from the New York Times, and uh, it is leek, uh, like confit of leek and lentils or something like that. And so if you look up New York Times, recipe, leeks, confit, C-O-N-F-I-T, I think you will find the recipe. So as part of the recipe, you make this sauce with um, leeks and that have been cooked and garlic and mustard and lemon juice and I think some other things. I didn't make this sauce, my husband did, so I'm not exactly sure of the recipe. But we have leftover sauce in the fridge. So leftover sauce on eggs, leftover sauce on avocado toast, leftover sauce with carrots dipped into it. So good. I guess you could thin the sauce also and make a dressing. It's a pretty vibrant sauce. So you might want it as a dressing for like dark greens or, you know, something a little bit more hearty than just lettuce, but I don't know, it might be fine on lettuce too. So I know this is kind of a repeat, but I just want to tell you, if you are at all tempted to make a double recipe of the sauce, I would recommend it. I think it'll last, there's cream in it too, so maybe it doesn't last forever, but we had the other recipe a few days ago, and uh, I guess on Monday, it's Thursday, I'm still eating 
the sauce. It is delicious. So highly recommend. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.